Why should I focus on gratitude? And that's I with an E-Y-E spelling. Because there's focus on how things look and focus on how we see them. And the two views of gratitude are not always in sync. If you ever planned to motor west Travel my way, that's the highway, that's the best Get your kicks on Route 66 And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, Available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, ampurage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of Sorry, readers and listeners, for letting you down. By assuming that we all saw gratitude the same way as the most awesomeness est end game thing. When in my book, Live Life Lean, I said I wasn't going to try to convince you of the value of gratitude. I'd leave that to the scientific experts. But my goal was to make you the expert in experiencing gratitude using the expert guided journal. Every day, on demand, palm of your hand, daily grind, reality level kind of stuff. I was right. And yet so wrong. I went out last week, local restaurant, bar, for some din-din, a drink or two, a favorite cover band. The band was named after a bewitching female singing star. Hint, hint. Have fun figuring out the who's, what's, and where's of that one. Anyways, I was surprised. I was surprised at what I saw. What I saw was a big old emptiness in too many folks' eyes. Instead of what I thought would be an overflow of happy gratefulness for, honestly, it was everyone's first major indoors maskless experience after the COVID clampdown. Really? Though everyone was there to see the same thing, a favorite band amongst favorite friends? But what I saw, well, what I saw was an example of how the absence of gratitude creates this black hole vacuum that sucks the living, like almost all of the living, out of life. So listen up and buckle up, buttercups, because we all could stand a refresher on the relative irreplaceability of gratitude. There's no substitute that is a better teacher to us all. If grateful was what the place was full of when I was there the other night, I would not have heard so many I'm unhappy commentaries in the midst of our collective I'm free 
momentous experience, you know, seeing that cover band with our faces finally uncovered. So where was all the gratitude? Was it drowned in Dos Equis? Was it covertly hiding behind the cover band? Why in this moment to be thankful for, was there only the occasional, I'm so happy just to be out again kind of statement? But it was rare, and, and, and it was the rare needle in the haystack of the, hey, stand back and let me share how I'm struggling for happiness in my way back from life's COVID face smack. But I'm all right. I'm really, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not that bad. I mean, it's been hard, but... Oh, wow. Did that catch me by surprise? On my freaking G, and I mean by freaking G, I mean freaking gratitude. Because be grateful in all things, I had to remind myself. So we've covered that before in the relative luminosity on religiosity. That there is a huge and important difference between the grateful for everything and give thanks in everything. The Bible says to be grateful over 114 times. 114 times? But that's just a number, isn't it? I mean, what's in a number anyways? Sometimes... The same number adds up differently to two people of equally important but opposite sides of an equation. That's where gratitude shines. So kick back and relax as I relate the facts woven within this fable. There was a little old lady. Had to be a little old something. It's a fable. There was a little old lady who sold pretzels on the street corner, 50 cents each. Every day a young lawyer would uh, walk out of the building, he'd exit his office, and lunchtime, kind of busy, as he passed her pretzel stand, he'd always reach out and leave two quarters. However, he never took a pretzel. He did it every day, he did it every week, and this went on for nearly five years. Even though they never spoke, every day he'd leave 50 cents in the midst of the lunch rush, they'd make eye contact, and she would nod what appeared to be an acknowledgement and gratitude as he walked away, empty-handed without a pretzel. Finally, one day, as the lawyer passed her, he laid down his two quarters, started to go on, and the pretzel woman reached out to him, spoke to him. She said, sir, he paused, looked at her, sir, I appreciate your business. You are my best customer, but you need to know something, sir. The price of pretzels has gone up to 75 cents now. <laughs> Not what you thought, huh? Kind of like me the other night. Not what I thought. Not what I saw coming. The point of the story is really this. It's less that we should be grateful, but more that we each have our own ideas of how important gratitude is. Of how important being thankful is. But regardless, there has to be an honesty in our gratitude, regardless of how much influence we think it has over us and how much importance we put on it. See, for all we know, that pretzel lady, she may have been keeping exact and accurate count over the entire last five years of every time that man left 50 cents, but never took any product. And maybe, just maybe, she knows that he has a credit that she owes him if or when he ever asks for it. And if he wants to continue going on this way, well, it's her responsibility to inform him of what the new reality is, the new price of the product. Or, like it seems, the surface level, perhaps she's not grateful in the way that he'd hoped she'd be. It comes down to how things look versus how we see things. 
because it's not necessarily the same. But either way, how things are supposed to look to us impacts how grateful we feel when, if instead, we choose the power of how we choose to see things, which is looking through the focused lens of gratitude. Like being a gratitude hunter. You go grab that gratitude rather than expecting it to wander into your lap and plop down and say, here, take me, I'm all yours. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like my recent road trip. It was my bucket list trip, actually. Maybe when people got out of COVID clampdown, maybe they thought or assumed that the experience itself would bring them their happy by what it provided them, by the details, when really nothing could ever bring them their happy in that way. Maybe it was the getting to do it regardless of how it unfolded that had the real secret of gratefulness wrapped up inside. It was like that road trip down Route 66 I was referencing. It was on my bucket list for 40 years, and I gotta tell you, it was not, as an experience, what made me happy. Because Route 66 was a bunch of tumbleweed trampled travesty. But it was everything that it should have been. Because the fact that I got to take the trip that I was grateful for and enjoy what the trip itself displayed along the way, that was really what it was supposed to be all about. See, maybe going out and cover banding and liver bombing ourselves in is the same way. It's not the details of the night that we should be grateful for, that any of us should be grateful for. So much as it is that we got to go out and experience the very night itself, however it unfolded itself. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry number 233. It is easy enough to do good once or twice, but to keep on doing good without getting disgusted with the ingratitude of those whom we have benefited, that is not easy. Martin Luther. And the guide's point of view on this? I know a guy who admired a man who'd play his violin all alone in a distance, where no one could tip him or praise him just for the purpose of sharing its beauty. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided Journal system, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just given to you? Where have you added to the world unselfishly beyond you? And now be grateful for all of this, reflect on it, respect it, and navigate somewhere next. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you, adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.